0: Hello everyone, how are we doing? Hey, episode 5, we've made it, we finally come here. We're in March, a month's gone by, and uh, yeah, it's been very, very quick. I'm not gonna try and uh, waste time here, just uh, gonna get the introduction done, and then uh, let's get on with it. Try and stay in this room now and yeah hopefully it'll be good, it'll go well. I'm just gonna adjust the microphone real quick and just get myself set up properly while I'm sat down so I'll uh, speak to you in like literally two milliseconds. How's it going everyone? Uh, hello and welcome back to the fifth episode of the The World Podcast. Is it it's kind of getting strange for me now just to kind of comprehend that I'm on episode 5 already because it doesn't seem too long ago that I first recorded the whole podcast at least the first three episodes and now it's gotten to a point where I'm on episode 5 and it doesn't I feel like I've just come fresh off of episode 4 to be honest but I think that's to do more with how productive I've felt I've been during March and how like long and strenuous February felt while I was doing the daily walk challenge. So the difference in the months and how it felt personally trying to tackle those like the different drawing challenges as well, I think kind of adds, adds to the how long March has felt. So Yeah, I think it's it's very weird, the fact that, like, it's been a month since episode four, and now I'm here talking about the March challenge, and i got to be real with you, I don't feel like I've done enough for the March challenge, I definitely haven't been quick to promote any of the work that I've been doing for March, and as of right now, there's only three drawings on there right now. I'm not trying to put the March challenge down in any any way, kind of like that, but I'm thinking more or less about how different it's been compared to February and how in February I was able to tackle the Daily Warp challenge and actually get it done to a degree. I mean, obviously, I, I created something every day, or I definitely worked on something every day. And although I was quite slow to release something for the final like few days of the Daily Warp challenge... I think there has been a slight shift in the the way I've been going about creating something for the Warp. And I definitely feel now that the attitude back in February and the attitude now has changed quite significantly. And what, the, what that means for the future Warp content, I, I'm not really too sure. I don't think it will do anything too bad or have that much of an impact per se, but I do definitely feel like there has been a decline in my motivation as of recently just to try and get stuff done. And I've definitely felt more burnt out just trying to find a balance in my life to bring the world into a more central place. It was easier back in February to kind of get stuff done because it was kind of like if I don't get something done tonight when I get home from work, then I won't have something to post the next day. Towards the end of that challenge, it did get a little bit like harder to do because after doing it for maybe 25, 26 different times every single day, you start to uh, let yourself a little bit go there. And I admit that the. what's it called? The video that I posted on. February twenty eighth had to bleed into March the first, but that was because it took me, like, I don't know, like hours to kind of complete that on Premiere Pro, and I haven't really touched Premiere Pro since since sixth form, which is quite a few years ago now. So, yeah, it took me a while just to kind of figure out the save settings and the, just to getting used to Premiere Pro again. It wasn't like. It wasn't instantaneous, but I can definitely vouch for the fact that the oh god oh got a dry fruit
1: yeah nah not
0: nice not nice though. damn so I can definitely vouch for the like the twenty eighth of February post not being released on the twenty eighth of February but first of March. And I am quite proud of that, and I am quite proud of the fact that I did actually manage to include something from the 28th of February, even if it wasn't, like, the full post. So the short video I introduced in that uh, last video, I definitely did on the 28th of Feb, and the, the badly drawn Warb logo that I did on 20th, 27th of February, which I, I assume was kind of like a joke on my part, even I can't tell at this point. Uh, I, yeah, they're all, each post that I did during February, I had at least spent some time during that day getting it done and where March falls different in that situation, I think the, I'm not doing something every day and when you haven't got that rhythm or that like rhyme or reasoning to physically get up and sit down and obviously that's an oxymoron, <laughs> get up and sit down now now to physically go and sit down and draw something and know that you need to do that tonight because the post needs to go out tonight is basically on I needed in February to get something done right now I'm currently going through a similar phase of motivation where I as a person tend to procrastinate and leave things to the very last minute I am literally recording this at 11 o'clock on the 27th of March, which is the release date of the podcast. So I'm kind of uh, in a little bit of a hurry right now, just to try and get stuff done for this podcast and get it released before the day ends, which is approximately 59 minutes from now. So I'm wishing myself luck here. I'm also... I don't know, man. I think... I feel like there's definitely been a, like a shift in motivation and just trying to get stuff done for the warp, especially within the last month. But my aim for April would be to try and create only one post, which I know seems kind of like I'm going in the wrong direction there. Like, doing something every day is, in a sense, motivating to get something done. And you know, it feels like if I try and, like, ...less in the amount of times that I need to do something... ...I don't feel obliged enough to kind of get on with it... ...and I will attempt to do it last minute. So you might be thinking that if I do it again in April... ...but not have it like a weekly thing... ...but one post for the entirety of that month... ...I'm not really sure how it will turn out in the end. It could end up with me doing something very much last minute in April... But we'll see. I think any time will tell. The other thing about doing what I plan on doing in April with the one post thing is that it, if I really do plan on spending the entirety of that month drawing something, then. You know it might not be released by the time episode six of the War Podcast comes out, so. Essentially, all my points for the next or the following few days, like after the release of episode 6, will probably be falling on deaf ears for the simple reason that the piece of artwork that I'll be talking about won't be (laughs) available to you yet. So, I suppose that's fair enough. I could, I suppose, to counteract this, like make little posts just to kind of reveal some of the progress that I've been working on, but not the actual final post itself because I I don't want to ruin April. Or at least don't want to like give too much of April away before I, you know, plan on actually posting it, which will probably be around, uh, you know, the thirtieth of April, some some something like that. So, yeah. Um, but without further ado, eight and a half minutes in, I'm here to talk about. Well, I say eight and a half minutes in. This isn't counting the intro, so. Yeah, let's say about ten minutes into the ten minutes into the podcast, let's actually finally start to talk about February, not February sorry March, and all she has to give to my life. So I started March off on the tenth of March, which I think was a Thursday. Let me just double check that real quick. I think it was a Thursday, but it's yeah oh yeah definitely Thursday. So. Behind the scenes, I I think this is like the first time in March that I started to notice a little bit of falter in my posting schedule for March and how it definitely differed from February, which is because for something that like I was meant to post every week, uh, the first post didn't come out on Thursday the 10th of March, which is definitely exceeding the week mark, especially since March started on a Tuesday. But behind the scenes, I recently went to a festival and it encompassed basically the majority of that first week in March and even surpassing Sunday. I didn't come home until the earliest days of the second week of March and therefore the, the amount of free time I had after that was basically like non-existent I guess or maybe had like one or two spare days and using one or two spare days I managed to like partially get completed the Dressing gown dance, no, simply not my best artwork, I suppose, but it it, it has some kind of uh, has some merit to it. I think it's a very smooth animation to kind of go with, and I think it's one of the little animations that I'm gonna keep trying to do, or I'll definitely at some point in time work on finishing it because it is incomplete as a task, and I didn't really feel too guilty about the fact that it was incomplete either because. Back in, uh, before February started, I wanted to motivate myself by saying that I could post something in its incomplete state if it meant that I had something to post. Although I had uh, technically a week to kind of get this stuff done, but you know behind the scenes it didn't really seem too possible, so I did what I did uh, and I managed to get the March 10th post done as well. And yeah, like I said, I think it's a very smooth animation. But if I had to like critique it in some certain way, I'd definitely smooth up the drawing styles. I'm not drawing styles, but I don't think my face remains consistent when it turns around. Like the nose changes size quite drastically, I reckon. And the face just doesn't look the same. Like it doesn't look like the same face at like a different angle. It looks like a different face when I turn around. So I think just amending the face slightly and obviously getting around to completing that video would probably be the next best step for that, but I think, I say I think quite a lot, don't I? I believe it will be a, a good idea in future just to, you know, make sure I have enough time for posts, which partially what makes me feel kind of relieved and also kind of nervous about April is that. I will have more time, but then, therefore, I feel like I'll have less of an excuse unless something drastic happens and I don't have a reason to post something. But April should be a project-heavy month where I'm only working on one thing, and I want to really see how much I can try and get done. And I'm hoping April will be different in that regard, but only time will tell in that sense. But 30th of April is... Oh, it has to be a Saturday as well, doesn't it? Okay, so that's the awkward thing as well with April. It's that the the last Sunday of April it takes place on the 24th, and that's like basically a week away from. That's probably the furthest away from uh, the Sunday as you could possibly get for like an end of month Sunday. Like last Sunday of the month, the earliest. I'm confusing myself talking here. The last Sunday of the month in April is the earliest possible last Sunday of the month which being the 24th so yeah I guess it's not very nice I do appreciate that I do really do well when I look back at the March 1st post I say that this was a bit of a tricky one to make in terms of past experiences personally I've been going through a lot in terms of my mental health and this has been affecting my motivation to get work done in recent days. I've also took a weekend spanning holiday for most of this week, which I've explained. And I've also not caught COVID. So yeah, this this will definitely help in the introduction to the second post. I've also not caught COVID, so as you can see it has been a bit of a roller coaster in terms of productivity. As a result, I've only just started creating this animation today. It hasn't gone through uh, what I'd hoped, and I can only try for better circumstances next week, which, yeah, didn't really happen. Part of me wanted to wait an even longer time to post this to ensure that it was done when I post it. But I've taken a few pitfalls with the website in recent weeks, and I wanted to really be honest about the progress that I've been managing to make on the website. It's okay to have moments of struggle as long as you can be honest about them. So as it's something I can still agree with now. Is that I don't really think March has been the best month for me in terms of productivity, and it's that's just not just because it's less posts required. I don't think there's anything wrong with less posts, but I just don't think I've put my all into March because of like certain things that have been going on in my personal life, and I think that as a result, the the art that I've been posting throughout last month hasn't been really good. And that's just personally me talking. If you if you like the art that I've been posting during March, then that's fair enough for you. And I appreciate any kind of compliment during that kind of, like a, any compliment that I hear about my artwork during the war like on the war, I do take to heart, and I do like hearing other people appreciating that I post things and the posts that I make. So if you do like the work of art that I've been posting on the the March posts, then you know that's. That's, that's, that's fine. I just don't think that I've really given March at all, nor have I had the, I suppose, mental ability just to try and tackle March the way I wanted to. I'm hoping that April, like I said, will be a better month for that. But moving on to March 20th, which is, yeah, again, it's not, it's 10 days after the previous post. So things are kind of wavered in terms of uh, productivity. And I think during this period of time I had COVID and I wasn't necessarily the best frame of mind for that. So what I said during this was, I know not, I know it's not exactly a week apart. March has been a difficult month to pin down in terms of productivity. I've been going through a fair amount in my personal life that has been taking a toll on me mentally and has affected my ability to produce content for the web. This wasn't exactly what I had envisioned for what March could be. And I feel like many of my projects have been random on the day stuff, which they are to be fair, because Daily Warp Challenge, I'm obviously coming up with stuff on the day. And with this, although it says Weekly Warp Challenge, and I think at this point it can only refer to the release dates being a week apart, which it technically wasn't either. But yeah, it's just been like, it's not the Weekly Warp Challenge that I had previously envisioned. But yeah, random, on-the-day stuff that I create without meaning. But I suppose with the Daily World Challenge, I did kind of make my own meaning when I made that final post. In that final post, I did try to make some kind of narrative. Because a lot of the posts turn out to be very similar with the Pink Planet and stuff. And I thought it would be a good idea to try and use the pictures that I had taken and not put them in chronological order in terms of like the dates I posted them in, but I kind of put all the random ones first and then moved to merge all the, the posts, like the drawings that had some kind of relevance to one another to kind of create its own little story. So if you haven't noticed that, I definitely re- recommend going back and checking it out. But essentially, it, it started just me sitting down on a couch and then what's it called getting like hypnotized by my computer, I guess, or whatever I was u- using. And the next thing you know, I'm flying towards planet, and I'm walking on it, and then having a little look around it, and then it becomes this like poster, <laughs> poster with me, um, like silhouetted to the background. The cat, the cat, you know, the picture of last time, where there's like a face in the clouds. I think it kind of ends up being like that. So, yeah, I'd i definitely uh, have a little look at that if you have the chance, just to if you haven't noticed that before. Yeah, it, that was my intention going into that, not going in, but using the artwork that i'd made that were kind of similar to one another to kind of create its own little story while it was there so yeah do definitely check that out yeah but as like i said uh create what meaning however it's only the kind of it's only the um it's kind of the only thing i know right now i suppose in the sense meaning can be prescribed after when hindsight is on my side so when i wrote this i was Speaking more or less about how I did use Premiere Pro to use previously off the cuff one day stuff to, uh, provide a meaning behind those images or at least some more meaning behind them because now it has a narrative to it. So carrying on, I've recently been made aware of this now popular to the point of being taken this seriously, and I do mean this by, you know, the the dementia music memes that I mean. I don't think there's any memes but taking this seriously, I've seen the Parasynical stream <laughs> when he's like watching like some like weird FNAF video and the FNAF video is like a few years old and implements songs from that like uh what's it called, Caretaker album and he was like just laughing at it and I think I was laughing at it as well to be honest. But yeah, I I at its core and I definitely haven't listened to the entirety of this album, mainly because I don't wanna die inside. So yeah, I, 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 but I can definitely see the merit behind it in the excerpts that i listened to and seen all the information about the album itself without actually going into it because, like I said, I don't want to die. So it says, um, my popularity, the point of being taken this seriously, this dementia-based album, Everywhere at the End of Time, by The Caretaker. In this album, The Caretaker attempts to audibly describe or audibly give the listener an unpleasant and eerie experience of having to go through dementia by sampling old ballroom music from the 1920s and 1940s and adding effects and distortions to make them sound scary and unfamiliar. So, yeah, like I said, I don't want to die. It's also six hours and 30 minutes long, and throughout the experience, the music starts to become more distorted to the point of beyond recognition, as it gradually covers all the main stages of suffering through dementia, which basically breaks breaks down towards becoming um, slightly forgetful, and then you begin to become entirely confused altogether, and then to the point where obviously you forget to, I don't know, kind of get kind of gets dark after that, doesn't it? You just keep forgetting, don't you? So yeah, horrible concept of an album, definitely like. The idea of trying to go in and listen to that would be... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to do that. So, covering all the main stages of the major. The artwork on those album covers, which I talk about right now. The artwork on the cover of those albums changes alongside the album itself. Because it does come in six parts. So, although it's six and a half hours long, it's kind of like six one-hour pieces. Like, roughly one-hour pieces. So, uh, each six stage each of the six stages of the album. I've, I can't remember the artist's name, but I'll look it up real quick just to kind of give him a shout-out. Um, uh, uh, so it says here that they are abstract oil paintings from um, the caretaker, uh, which whose real name is Leyland Kirby, has said that his longtime friend Ivan Seal has made those oil paintings. So shout out to Ivan Seal for making those, I guess. Uh, and essentially it was just like, they are uh, weirdly distorted images that, you know, they have a sense of familiarity to them, but You can't necessarily place what they are. And I don't think my drawing really captures that really too well, to be honest, because you can tell that it's a cup, and it doesn't really distort itself too well. You're not looking at it and thinking that, you know, you can't exactly place what it is exactly and you're not sure which part to focus on. It's more like you can tell it's a glass and you can use the colours to kind of determine that it's meant to look kind of freaky looking. And, yeah, it's just kind of like... I'm trying to emulate that style of those album covers because they are, like, like I said, they they also, alongside the album, become gradually um, more and more distorted. And I think, yeah, like I said, horrible concept for an album. And, yeah, they, I think The caretaker really went, um, or should I say Leyland went really hard at, what's it called? It, hardcore on this album to kind of get this experience and yeah for the point of art I could see why he's done it but then again it's not necessarily a necessarily pleasant album to try and listen to but it's kind of the point in a sense and obviously it's just yeah def- definitely freaky in its concept and it in its actuality I've attempted to create something similar to this I write you can tell that uh, that what I have drawn is glass, but I've tried to make the background as ambiguous as I could. I doubt this drawing would evoke feelings of eeriness, but I could I felt compelled to give a slight distortion. To what I could otherwise be considered still life, had I included wine bottles and fruits, and not added a strange mixture of blue, green, and brown in its stead. It also differs to my usual art style. Of either portraiture or recently location-based artwork, mountains, plants, and space pictures, etc. So that that's in reference to the February challenge that that you just got off doing. So, yeah, I, I, I think looking at it now, the drawing is or should I say the the art that I produced then is different to what I usually do because so far the only skills or abilities that I've actually like tried to put forward or at least subject wise I've been either say locations such as you know that pink planet that I made or the the mountainscapes that I've been doing or literally people's faces and bodies and stuff and you know they've also been like subjects to my animations it's obviously I'm, I'm obviously animating people and I'm obviously creating backgrounds for animations and stuff and it's like again you, you won't really focus on like like normal handheld inanimate objects you'd focus in those circumstances at least on the scene and the the subject within those scenes being like actual people plus like I said in the past that I also feel more comfortable making portraiture type artwork as opposed to the like but as opposed to like any other kind of artwork it's kind of my comfort zone because it's like if I sit down in like work for instance and I have like a pen and a piece of paper in my hand I can't help but draw a face and it's kind of like I I draw faces more than I draw anything else really so a face is kind of like something I gravitate towards that easily and you might have noticed on the warp that there are quite a lot of faces and that's definitely because it's perhaps the only thing that I feel comfortable with drawing wise then again if you ask me to draw a face from scratch um, as accurate as I possibly can to the subject that I'm looking at, I might struggle a bit there because uh, it will take me ages just to try and note the features and get them in the right places. But if you want me to draw a random face, I can definitely come up with the details from the spot. And yeah, that's basically all the pictures that I do. I, I tend not to trace, or I tend not to make artwork that, you know, it's That it has to do with like an actual physical subject that I'm looking at. And in like rare circumstances that I do go about doing that. But it's harder to do either way on Adobe. I think the one piece of artwork that I did that was kind of like that. In terms of like portraiture was the Green Goblin Mask that I did in February. Which I initially tried to do with uh, tracing. But then it didn't really work out too well because. Well it was like. Don't know. Adobe had some kind of issue. I <sighs> tried past eleven at night. <laughs> Adobe had some kind of issue with the drawing in itself. Well, not the drawing. Sorry, the the picture in itself. So instead of letting me like transform the image to its right size so I can trace over it, it just wouldn't budge. And what I ended up having was like this tiny edge in the middle of like this photoshop canvas and i wouldn't be able to move it like properly unless it was to drag it across the screen but it's not good for like i suppose drawing over so i decided to be more authentic with that and i did uh, draw a i suppose using the green goblin mask as my subject i drew it by hand instead of tracing it and i suppose that I did a good job there it's Yeah, it's it's just... You can definitely tell what it is. But, like I said, the the glass is a new one for me to kind of get around. And you might also be wondering why there's, like, a big golden, like, plant tree thing poking out of it. And I think I did that just because I wanted to make it look more, I suppose, like, random. And I've been playing Elden Ring as of recently, and obviously there's this or you get these giant golden trees that just exist throughout the world. so yeah I, I kind of just nabbed that whole concept of just a golden tree with like like bits of yellows poking out of it but I also didn't want to show it actually being a proper tree and I wanted to look it uh, make it look uh, slightly realistic in the water that's inside the glass as the tree itself or the, the stem and the roots expand when it's like in the, like, like optically you can see it, it expand in the water. So I tried to create that, although it's not as easy to see unless you look at it and go, yeah, I noticed that now. And I also included the, the little snow, not snow, sorry, the firefly-looking things that exist around the trees in Elden Ring in this picture as well, but I didn't make it look very good on purpose just to try and give it that, Oh, what what is that that is added to the image? feeling so I'm going to move on to the the most recent drawing that I made which is also came out today uh, part of the reason why I'm doing this at half 11 at night is that this is the second thing I had to do for the war ball balloon today and I've also had my sister come around and stuff today as well so and it's also Mother's Day so it's also like I, I've had, kind of had my day uh, filled up and yeah i tried my best there i suppose but here on the third post i've been experimenting with trying to come up with a uh, new like warp logos so obviously trying to since the warp is a personal website of mine at least at its current stage i wanted to also like have like a presence of myself within the logo but also I wanted to make a logo kind of creative in a sense because I think although the W is effective as a logo it's overused like letters in itself on its own in like just normal solid sort of colors I think can be overused and I think one thing that's kind of motivating me to do this was when I looked at my phone at some of the apps and I realized that on the same screen that I had the the Spoons app for you audio drinks and the wordpress app and i noticed that they shared so many really commonalities in that they were both blue apps with a big white w on them and I, when i looked at that i thought yeah it's not exactly an original idea to have like just a, a letter and like a shape and that's it i think i wanted to i definitely want to ...try and, like, be experimental with this... ...in the nature of the Warb. So, I, I created... I've been planning in my head... Uh, ...in, like, random doodles and stuff... ...the the Warb logo that I've just... Um, ...put on... Or ...put out today... ...which is essentially just my face... ...but the main features... ...or the, the darkest of the features... Uh, ...spell out the word Warb... ...but it's done in a way that kind of, like... ...outlines the shape of a face and... ...the chest area or at least the top of someone's chest so yeah I tried to make it look like a face so you could tell that it's a face but I kind of also wanted to make sure that you could see where the warp in that image was so yeah the letters definitely merge onto one another uh, quite close to each other actually so I wouldn't blame you if you looked at it for the first time and didn't recognise the fact that those pictures, and not pictures sorry there was letters there but that was my intention with the, like, the lettering, just to try and make it look as though it's part of the face. For example, Lee, the W uh, made that the top, and I kind of made that encompass the entirety of the forehead. And where the W kind of goes up in the middle, I kind of made that the bridge of my nose. So it's little things like that. And then, obviously, it just goes down the face. I tried to shape the letters in a way that made it look more and more like a face. So... Yeah, it obviously could do some improvement, but it's kind of like an early idea right now. If if you like the way this looks, uh, definitely do let me know. I'll definitely keep uh, looking at different Warb logos in the meantime. But yeah, that's basically it. Uh, just to kind of revamp what I said for this one, I said that this is an idea I came up with when experimenting with different, uh, different new logos I could use for the Warb. I've been thinking that perhaps the simple W may not represent the creative attitude I want to express with the warb, So I'm revising some logos that I can go with something more inventive that portrays this message. The face here chooses to predominantly show the letters and leave the remainder of the face without outline to create stark contrast between the letters and the rest of the face. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the, the actual three posts that are coming up. But obviously, there's four weeks to a month, so there'll be one more post coming up next week, for the weekly warp challenge, and I do definitely intend in a, in the last ditch effort to turn the warp around, and kind of get it right back on the right footing. I will be working on it a little bit more. In fact, I worked on it a little bit today just to kind of get it set off, and it's gonna be a picture of my friend's like face, but he, he kind of it's like a it's like a meme face. Um, my friend Hawkes uh gladly donated a picture of his face, um, holding a fat cigar in his hand and like he's got like dead teary eyes that you know that meme where someone's got like Brendan Fraser eyes or something like that. I don't know what it is. But yeah. That it's literally just that. I'm tracing over a picture of that and just yeah, um gonna make it extra special for my friend who gladly uh, donated his looks. Uh, for the for the warb, for the cause, the brave soldier, that is my friend Hawkset. So, other than that, I think there isn't really too much that I can talk about. Obviously this isn't an hour long podcast, it's definitely a decent chunk of time, and I definitely again appreciate you if you have listened to this entirety, the entirety of this thing. Gulps and uh, burps and yawns and all i thank you for coming here on this fine day i try not i don't think i'll reduce the noise too much i don't think i've been too bad on a microphone i definitely have been worse in the past but other than that i think you know i kind of get the gist of producing podcasts now and i kind of get like setting up for episode five has been kind of streamlined it didn't take me too long to do, so it was that you just open on the laptop, get Audition up, get the two sound files up and literally record the intro and record this, and then I'm just going to upload it to Anchor and get the episode on Spotify finally. I've got half an hour left to do it, so yeah, wish me luck. I'll try, yeah, like I said, I'll not reduce the noise because I tried to do that before and it just makes me sound like I'm in, like I'm underwater or something, it, it doesn't sound too nice. And you know, there's there's certain elements to a podcast that doesn't sound nice anyway, but I kind of leave to put up with. But yeah, this is uh, it's been your boy. Thank you very much for listening. And I bid thee a very happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially my my mum. Um. Happy Mother's Day. Namaste. And peace.